Isaiah chapter 36 verse 1 casually records, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came up against the fortified cities of Judah and took them. When you put it like that, it seems like, well, I guess that's really no big deal, right? But this was virtually earth shattering for the people who lived in Judah at the time of Hezekiah, the time of the prophet Isaiah. Today, if you go to the British Museum in London and if you can read Assyrian cuneiform, then you can read the annals of King Sennacherib on what is called the Taylor Prism. Sennacherib's annals record that there were 46 walled or fortified cities in Judah that Sennacherib took. That is, he besieged and captured and took as captives the people of those 46 cities. And in Sennacherib's annals, which you can find the translations of these on the internet, just search for the Taylor Prism translation. In his annals, he records that he also took innumerable small settlements with more than 200,000 people as prisoners whom he deported and he resettled elsewhere within the empire of Assyria, especially among the enemies of Israel, among the Philistines. Isaiah 36 casually says, Sennacherib came up against the fortified cities of Judah and took them. And then while he was laying siege to Lachish, which was only about 25 miles southwest of Jerusalem, he sent one of his commanders up to Jerusalem with a message for King Hezekiah. The nation of Judah was all but conquered through everything that was going on at that period of time. Nearly all of their cities were sieged and sacked by King Sennacherib and his armies. Lachish was the last major stronghold before Jerusalem. This was a dire and horrible situation. And when the chief of Sennacherib, who we're told in this passage, he was called the Rabshaka, probably a title, not a name. He came up to Jerusalem and he brings word to the people of Judah and Jerusalem to their king Hezekiah. The text of chapter 36 of Isaiah says that he stood in the passage by the aqueduct from the upper pool on the highway to the fuller's field. What exactly does that mean? And why is it significant or important? If you've read through the book of Isaiah to this point, you might remember seeing this exact same location mentioned previously back in Isaiah chapter 7. In Isaiah 7, Hezekiah's father, King Ahaz, was also facing an attack, but not by the Assyrians, but by the Syrians who were at that time allied with the northern tribes of Israel. And Isaiah spoke with King Ahaz when Ahaz was at the end of the aqueduct from the upper pool on the highway to the Fuller's Field. Same location, about 20 years prior, facing similar circumstances, an imminent attack. In Isaiah 7, what was Ahaz, Hezekiah's father, doing there at that place? He was probably working to secure the water sources of Jerusalem as he was preparing for a siege from Syria and Israel. In ancient times, if you didn't have a fighting force that was big enough or strong enough to deter invasion, then you would try to secure sufficient food and water within your walled or fortified cities to be able to wait out the invaders who themselves would not have the sufficient food or water sources to siege your city long enough to overtake the city. So that is likely what Ahaz was doing at the aqueduct from the upper pool on the highway to the Fuller's Field there in Isaiah chapter 7. Decades later, the successor and son of Ahaz, King Hezekiah, is now holed up in Jerusalem and 
the commander of the invading Assyrian army, the Rabshaka. He is now standing by the aqueduct from the upper pool on the highway to the Fuller's Field. His position, where he is standing, is like a statement to Hezekiah and all of the people who were in the city of Jerusalem. The enemy had possession of one of Jerusalem's chief sources of water. This was a significant statement. Assyria had access to water, which meant that it could siege Jerusalem for as long as it needed to, to wait them out. Now, unbeknownst to the Assyrian army, to Assyria's commander, Hezekiah had spent several years prior to that securing water for the city of Jerusalem by what we now know today as Hezekiah's tunnel. You can actually go to the old city of Jerusalem and walk through Hezekiah's tunnel tunnel at the lower springs of Jerusalem. So Jerusalem had a strong supply of water for itself. They could wait out a siege. But the Rabshaka, the Assyrian army, their position was noteworthy. They had water for a long siege if they needed to. Hezekiah's cities had been destroyed. Lachish is being sieged and about to be sacked, and Jerusalem was next on the list. You really can't minimize the total catastrophe that the people of Judah and Hezekiah were facing. That's absolutely what this was. So what do you do when you face complete catastrophe? You are surrounded. You are cut off. The enemy has the upper hand. He seems to hold all of the cards. It looks absolutely bleak. But again, if you saw my last video, sometimes we need to see things through another lens. We need a reframing because things are not always as they seem, as we'll see. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.